millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. What's up, everybody? You are listening to another episode of Life in English. I am your host, Tony Kazin. And in this episode, I'd like to take one more look at the idea of business and life using another clip from the Bigger Pockets podcast. But today, we're going to talk about a phenomenon that I'm sure all of us have experienced at one point or another in life. And that phenomenon is called acrasia. Now, in the audio clip, Josh Kaufman is going to explain what acrasia is, why we experience it, and what we can do to make sure it doesn't stop us from achieving our goals in life. So, if you haven't listened to episodes 55 and 56, I recommend you start there and then come back to hear this one. All right. And if you'd like to read a transcript of the episode, uh, read all of the new and useful vocabulary you'll be exposed to, and hear the full episode from the Bigger Pockets podcast, you can visit lifeinenglish.net slash EP57. That's lifeinenglish.net slash EP57. So first, I'm going to play the audio clip from the Bigger Pockets podcast. Then I'll get into my personal thoughts about what was said, as usual. And like I always say, don't feel bad if you can't understand everything that's being said in the clip because they're going to be speaking pretty clearly but they might use words and expressions that you've never heard before but again you can always visit lifeinenglish.net to read the transcript vocabulary and explanations at any time all right so let's get started my friend Okay, so I want to talk about another concept in the book, and it's in the chapter called Working With Yourself. And it's mm-hmm. a term I'd never heard before, but obviously it's a concept that I very much relate to. Uh, use the term acrasia. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, ac- acrasia. Acrasia. Um, so it's pronounced both ways. I think acrasia is the the 
technical one. Okay. I, I have a feeling when you explain what this means, everybody's going to go, oh, I, yeah, I know what that is. So can you tell us what does that term mean and what can we as entrepreneurs and people, I guess, in general do to overcome it? Yeah. Okay. So, so acrasia is, is one of these ideas that actually comes from ancient Greek philosophy, hence the weird term. Um, acrasia basically is, is the term for, you know what you should be doing, you know what is theoretically best for you, and you just can't get yourself to do it. Like there's, there's just some barrier of like, ah, I really should exercise every day. I really should clean up my diet. I really should stop drinking so much. I really should, you know, times, times a million. Um, this, this concept goes all the way back to the days of Plato and Socrates and Aristotle. And it's, it's not exactly procrastination, but it's, it's a very closely related cousin to it. So procrastination is, I know exactly what I need to, to do and I have the time to do it and I have the capacity to do it. But man, I'd really prefer to be doing something else right now. You know, let's let's go read Reddit for the next five hours or scroll Wikipedia in, until it's three o'clock in the morning. Um, Acrasia is is just this this very deep. I know I know what I need to be doing. I just can't I can't get myself to do it. And and the 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 tricky part about Acrasia is that it's not a straightforward problem because it comes from all sorts of different directions. So sometimes you have acrasia because you can't define what you want. Like I, I have ideas of things that might be nice, but in terms of like defining or deciding exactly what I want, look what that looks like, no idea. Um, sometimes you, you think that what you're doing will bring you closer to something you don't want. Right. So, so it's like, if I want to work really hard in my career and get that promotion, but if I get that promotion, then I'm going to have to spend more time at work and I'm going to spend less time with my family. And then I'm going to be a bad father or mother. And like, so you see like the inner conflict start to build of like, I want to do that, but I don't want this to happen. And if I do this, then this bad, that's where the knot starts to tangle. Um, sometimes you just can't figure out where, how you're going to get from where you are right now to where you want to be. Like it's, it's just kind of this, big weird mystery box of like okay i want to be a real estate investor i have no idea how to do that it still sounds great but and i know it would probably help me but i i just don't know um and then sometimes you just kind of idealize what the end result looks like to the point where once you start digging into it it's like oh man that's probably unattainable I, I want to be the richest person in the world, so I'm going to start a business. But now that I'm starting a business, I don't think I'm going to be the richest person in the world because it's a really hard thing. And you idealize the end point almost to the point where it's like by actually working on it, you're proving to yourself that that thing that you want isn't going to happen, which is very, very psychologically painful. And the best way to avoid that psychological pain is just not do it. Uh, so yeah, it's, Acrasia is just one of those, it's the way that we tie ourselves in psychological knots uh, with all of the conflicts or things that, that we need to pay attention to or it, it, and, and places to put our attention in order to actually make progress on anything. 
any strategies that we can use to kind of force ourselves past it and through it or through it? Yeah. So I, I think there's there's one particular concept that, that I use all the time. So the general concept is um, self-elicitation, which is a fancy way of saying asking yourself questions. And so this applies to everything from defining what you want. Um, there's a... Uh, there's another technique that I talk about in the book called the fivefold why. And so um, you, it starts with a, a very, very straightforward goal setting exercise of like, you just write down a whole bunch of things that you want. And then uh, similar to from the business side, root cause analysis, where you're looking at something that happened, you're like, well, why did that happen? And then why did that happen? And then why did that happen? And you try to get back to the thing. It's like, no, this is the thing that happened that set off this chain of events. You can do the same thing with your goals. So I want this. Well, why do I want this? Let's take a step back and then take a step back and take a step back until you get to the closest thing to a root desire you can identify. And if you can do that, you can start working on the root cause goals instead of the things that you superficially want without thinking it through. So a, a good classic example in this, this territory is a lot of people want to have a million dollars or $10 million or a hundred million dollars. And when you track the root cause of that back, very often it is an emotional experience. Like I want to feel free and in control of my life. I want to have a lack of stress. Like it's, it's all of these psychological, emotional benefits. It's not necessarily the, the utility of having $10 million in your bank account. So if that's the case, understanding that there are these core emotional, psychological desires, that's what the real prize is. You can start looking for other ways to get that. Um, maybe it's starting your own business. Maybe it's paying off your mortgage. Maybe it's, you know, there, there are 500 ways that you can get to feeling more free and in control of my life that don't have anything to do with money. And so tracking the root cause of, of these things that we decide that we want for ourselves gives us a lot more latitude in terms of how we go about trying to get what we, what we think we want. All right, my friends. So we just heard Josh explain the idea of acrasia, which is something that I'm sure we've all experienced at one point or another in life. So now I'd just like to take the main points of the audio clip and elaborate just a little bit more just in case the things he said weren't totally clear to you. All right, so first, I'd like to talk about the origins of this problem that we call acrasia. Now, the first one is you simply cannot define what you want, right? You have a, or you have a, a very low-resolution idea of what you want. Now, I'd like to think that this is a young person's problem, but the truth is that people of all ages struggle with this. You know, most of us think that we know what we want, like love and peace and financial security and good friends, the ability to travel. But the problem is that these are such vague and superficial definitions of what we want for ourselves. Like, what does it mean to have love in your life? What type of love? What does peace really mean to you? What does it look like? And where do you get it? You know, how much money do you need every month or every year to be financially secure what's the definition of a good friend 
You know, where would you like to travel? Without knowing exactly what you want, it's almost impossible to get it, right? For example, imagine if you went to McDonald's and you said, I want some food. The cashier would probably look at you like you were stupid, first of all. And the obvious question he would ask you would be, what kind of food? And then you say, I want a burger and french fries. Now, at this point, the cashier could choose any combination of burger and fries, and he will have given you exactly what you asked for. But of course, you'd be dissatisfied and irritated when your food arrives, and it's a double cheeseburger and not a single, and there are pickles on the burger, but you hate pickles, right? But how could the cashier know if you never told him exactly what you wanted? A cheeseburger with no pickles, a medium fry, and a large Coke with no ice. That's specific. That's exactly what you want. Now, maybe this isn't the best example of the point I'm trying to prove, but this concept is true for literally anything you want in life. If you don't have a destination, you will never arrive. If you don't have a target, you're never going to hit it. If there's no goal, you can't score. I think you get the point. So before you try to achieve something, make sure you know exactly what you're trying to achieve. You know, if you want to be rich, you should be able to tell me exactly how many dollars you want to make every month and exactly how much money you want in your bank account. If you want to lose weight, you should be able to tell me exactly how many pounds or kilos you want to lose. The next thing you should be able to tell me is exactly how you're going to achieve that goal. So let's talk about that now. Which is the next problem You have no idea how you're going to get from where you are To where you want to be Right? There's no plan You don't have a strategy You just don't know Like Even if you divined Divined? Don't Defined Exactly what your goal is Which you probably haven't It can be extremely difficult to figure out How you're going to get what you want Like many times we have these ideas These dreams These goals But We have no idea how we're going to achieve them. And many times we simply say, I just don't know what to do. And then we sit there feeling bad because we have no idea of how we're going to get what we want. You know, so we just feel sorry for ourselves. Another problem or another, let's say, origin of acrasia is that you're afraid that working towards your goal will bring more pain than pleasure. And this is one I've experienced personally many times in my life. Like I've set a new goal for myself and then started working on it. And in the beginning, I felt super motivated and determined to achieve my goal. But somewhere along the line or at some point during the process, I realized that the path to what we call success can be filled with more pain than pleasure. And that pain can be enough to make you quit. Even the imagination of that pain is enough to make you quit, right? Which brings me to the next point that Josh made during the audio clip, which is sometimes we idealize the goal, but we neglect the process. You know, like we focus on the destination and not the journey, let's say. Like many times, the idea of what we think of as success is much more glamorous and interesting than the actual pursuit of that success. You know, like all we can think about is that special day that special moment when we finally have what we dreamed about for so long without even realizing that that special day will never come unless we work towards it 
Because if we aren't working towards something, time is always moving us backward. Like, the world don't stop turning for nobody, right? So that's the, that's the idea. Hopefully that makes sense. Another point, I guess, the last point I wanted to touch on was by actually working on your goal, sometimes you prove to yourself or you think that you're proving to yourself that the thing you want simply is not going to happen. Now, this point is kind of similar to the point about being afraid of the hard times you're going to experience by working towards your goals. When we start a project, things will inevitably get difficult. Some of us will use these difficult times as proof that we can't achieve our goal. So it would just be better to quit, you know? So you might say to yourself, see, I knew this would be too hard. I knew things would go wrong. I knew this was a bad idea. Now, all of those doubts and mental weaknesses start to creep into your mind. They start to subtly enter your mind during times of hardship. And if you let it, it will be the perfect excuse to quit or never even try, you know? So now that we talked about, let's say, some of the main origins of this problem, this phenomenon, acrasia, after that, Josh talked about a solution for this problem, which he calls self-solicitation which is basically just asking yourself questions, right? And what Josh recommends is writing down everything you want in life or in business, in this case. In the same way you would analyze history to understand why something happened, you should analyze your desires to a- and ask yourself why exactly you want something. And by doing this, you might realize that what you want is something deeper than the superficial desire that you wrote on the paper. You might discover that you actually do know how to get what you want because you have a better definition of what it is, you know? For example, let's say you want $50 million. That's your desire. But why do you want that much money? Now, After thinking about it for a while, you might find that what you really want is enough money to pay your bills every month, buy a house, travel a few times a year, and have some money in an account just in case you or a family member gets sick and needs medical care. Do you really need $50 million for all of that? Probably not. So maybe you can look at your goal in a different way. Because what you really want is financial security and the ability to take care of yourself and your family, right? That's like the underlying desire, you know, at the end of the day. You say you want a lot of money, but really what you want is financial security and the ability to take care of your family. So, how much money would you really need to pay your bills every month? Write that number down. How much money do you need to buy a house? Write that number down. How much money would you really need to travel a few times a year? Write the number down. And how much money would you really need to pay for medical care every year? Estimate that number and then write it down. Now, after you add all these numbers together, I really doubt that you're going to reach $50 million. So $50 million shouldn't be your main goal anymore. It should be whatever the number is on your paper. That's how much you need to make every month or every year to have what you really want, which we now know is financial security and money for medical care. So now we can think on a smaller scale and figure out how you can get to a much smaller number. 
Maybe starting a business will generate enough money every month. Or maybe investing in real estate or in the stock market will get you that money. Maybe spending less money on eating at nice restaurants and buying clothes that you don't need will increase the amount of money you save every month. And in that case, you won't even need to make more money. You know? So I hope you can see that my point isn't exactly how you're going to reach your goal, but that you need to really understand what your goal is and why it's your goal. Because that's going to help you figure out what options you have for achieving that goal. Now, when we set these big goals that seem like unrealistic dreams, you know, we naturally start convincing ourselves that they really are just dreams and they can't be attained. We can never achieve something like that. But when we're honest with ourselves about what we really want and we understand why we want it, we can start to see opportunities and not obstacles, you know. I hope that makes sense. But that's it for this episode, my friend. Hopefully you found it interesting and insightful in some way. Hopefully you got some new ideas to consider and talk about with your friends and family and stuff like that. And if you want to listen to the entire podcast episode that I got the audio clip from, you can go to biggerpockets.com slash bizshow71. It's biggerpockets.com slash B-I-Z-S-H-O-W-7-1. All right. So if you've made it to the end of the episode, I'd like to thank you for your time and your attention, my friend. This is the Life in English podcast. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen. And I'll talk to you later. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.